The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Thanks for being with us for another program here, Afternoons with Mike, heard daily on The Shepherd. Excited today. I've got my friend Art Alley from the Timothy Plan. He is here. He is live and in the studio with me, man. Welcome. Amen, man. Good to be here as always, it, Mike. It's, it's, it's really fun, fun to get to talk with you, my friend. And, you know, uh, I know that you have a lot of not only friends in Israel, uh, you are also, uh, you have a, a fund in uh, Timothy Plan, you were just telling me a little bit ago, that's also tied to the companies that are in Israel and owned by by uh, people in Israel. So this stuff that's going on, how's that affecting you right now? What have you heard from your friends over there? Well, my good friend, Moran Rosenblatt, that, that founded Hope for Israel. And he's been on here. Uh, he's yeah. responded. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on your show, yeah, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. He's responded, his family's okay. But Hope for Israel, I mean, they are just blitzed with trying to get out there and minister to all of the disaster. Yeah. I mean, what a holocaust. It's almost yeah. a second holocaust. Uh, it's a shame, um, but they're okay, and Israel will respond. And yeah. as Moran would say, the safest place on the face of the earth is Israel because God's <laughs> hand is on that country. Yeah. Otherwise, how, Mike, could you explain that they're still there? Yeah, such a small geographically, yeah. it's like a postage stamp right in the middle of a, of a big ocean. Well, uh, like that, but surrounded by people who want to wipe them off the face of exactly. the earth. Exactly, yeah. And they're outnumbered a thousand to one. And yet they continue to well, be the the world player that hey, they are. You and God are a majority. That's right. You know, he yeah. sure doesn't need you. Yeah. Uh, that's what I tell people about me all the time. <laughs> me and him are a majority. He sure doesn't need me. That's right. But if God's in it, and he is in it, this is his land, and he yeah. gave it to Israel. Well, this is going to be an interesting couple of days. It's already now hard to believe, what, three days? Saturday, Sunday, horrible, Monday. Horrible. And now we're into Tuesday, and... This this thing is going on, and uh, we had Matt Staver. I know you know Matt very well. You're you're kind of like a neighbors with him, man. Well, I was supposed to have lunch with him yesterday, but you had him on your show instead. <laughs> I'm so sorry about you that. You know, I'll get over that. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's all right. He yeah. wasn't going to buy anyway. Uh, there, there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I should say, I'm sure everyone understands that the Timothy Plan is one of the uh, groups that is talked often about. On the program, financial issues, they, uh, they're they just everywhere. Timothy Plan and this whole concept that Art Alley began years ago, he was told he was crazy that you could never do what he was attempting to do, and that was to make a company that uh, invested in things, only things, that were biblically responsible. And by that, that definition means that you will not have a company on your your roster that would support things like uh, you know, drugs, would uh, prostitution, pornography, abortion, the, these big woes that America has sadly been right in the middle of in terms of putting it, producing it, putting it out there. Yeah. It's not, really sad. Not just America, but corporate America. Mm. Uh, I mean, it is crazy. You know, we do deep research and we refuse to own companies that are basically trying to destroy our nation through evil. Yeah. Oh, and we've proven over, we're just about to celebrate 30 years, Mike. Wow. We're going to have our 30 year uh, celebration next, uh, early next year. Right. Um, and they said it couldn't be done. Right. You could not screen out the largest, most profitable companies in the industry and expect to get good investment returns. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in fact, people still say I'm crazy a little bit. Uh, but my response hasn't changed. Yeah. If, the biggest word in the English language, if you're a Bible-believing Christian, 
obedience trumps performance or should yeah. every single time. It's better than sacrifice, according to the Bible. Well, if, I mean, why would you sit there and participate in companies that want yeah. to destroy you, no matter what the theoretical returns are? But over 30 years, we proved that our money management firms, who are the best in the industry, in my opinion, uh, they have gotten very competitive returns without compromising mm-hmm. our biblical value. So, yeah. Uh, we've been around 30 years now. That's so great. And I used to be young. Well, we all did at I one know. point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look back at pictures, and uh, that was about uh, three pounds of hair ago, man. Oh, there you, go. <laughs> there you go. You've got plenty of yours left, which that's a story for another time. I'm sure that you are sometimes uh, told that you have that man from GLAD. Now, only older people like us would know what that is, but you have that man from GLAD the Bob Barker look about you here. You could have been out art. Honestly, you could have been a game show host, man. Come on. Oh yeah. 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 No, <laughs> no. I, I think I'm too honest for that. Um, well, I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, you do not and should not, uh, invest. And most people don't know where their yeah. investments yeah. are and we can help them with that. Just call us and we'll tell you whether you're owning companies that are uh, uh, totally anti-God, anti-family, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's anti-life. It's crazy. Yeah. That's well said, anti-life. And, you know, when you think about what we have done as a nation for almost 50 years under Roe v. Wade, which, of course, was turned over last year. Thank God. Praise God for that. But, you know, Art, that did not stop the enemy of life and it, it's going forward. Florida has now more abortions this year than we did prior to Roe v. Wade being overturned. So we know that the uh, the answer is not, um, it's not just going to be as simple as a, a, a Supreme Court ruling or a Supreme Court overturning. You don't change the hearts of people that way. That's exactly right. And it should have never been a national, it's a state issue. Yeah. And too many states are still very pro-abortion. Florida is not, and they pass some really good legislation. And, of course, the enemy starts suing, and it's in the courts. And, you know, uh, uh, Florida is probably the most free moral state in America. I would agree. And it's because we have a governor that is willing to stand up on the Constitution. We are not a nation— we are the United States, right? and all of the power resides in the states. And I think he has, one man has stood against this onslaught of totally destroying the Constitution and taking over uh, federally, which it never was allowed to do. And he stopped a lot of that. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, he's running for president. I wish he would have waited a, another term. But anyway, he's done a great job. We've got a great legislator. Uh, They've passed some very good legislation this year. In fact, uh, they passed uh, legislation prohibiting our enemy nations from buying farmland in Florida. And guess what? China is suing uh, again to overturn that. And you know who's siding with China? The Biden administration. Well, I mean, my gosh, those guys ought to be in prison. I'm sorry, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think they're they bear a lot of responsibility for what's going on in Israel right now. Yeah, so many people are <clears throat> saying that. It's been brought up even in my program yesterday that the recent giving back of six billion—that's B billion with a B—dollars uh, to Iran just less than thirty days from uh, this invasion by Hamas. And is, uh, Iran has had no problems showing excitement about it, backing it, uh, taking credit for training, etc. So this, you know, that's something to, to look at. Horrible. It Mark. is. Should never have happened. Yeah. Would not have happened under our previous president. I mean, we've got an administration totally corrupt. Anyway, that's a whole nother issue it for is. a whole nother day. Wow, boy. Well, our prayers, going back to Israel for a moment, uh, you know, I know that you we mentioned Matt a while ago. Matt Staver has a planned trip to Israel, taking a bunch of people over. 
at the end of this month, end of October. And that question or that trip is in question right now just because of the sheer safety and the fact that uh, there are not a lot of flights, if any, right now. I don't know if they've started back up today or not in any way at all. But commercial flights, according to Susan Michael, Dr. Susan Michael, had ended in Tel Aviv. So it's going to be interesting to see what unfolds this week and uh, to what degree it escalates. I think to say that this thing is going to escalate is probably a a, a misnomer. It's going to happen, right? Nobody knows, Mike. Uh, You can draw parallels to the past. Israel's always been under attack. This time it's different. It's more vicious. It's more well-orchestrated. And uh, I think everybody's coming to understand Iran is behind it. Uh, They're funding it. Um, You know, the evil is hard for anybody to get their hands around. I mean, how can you understand that kind of evil? Uh, But that's what it is. I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of the videos of uh, horrible, uh, they're not even showing them, Mm. uh, vicious uh, acts uh, on women, children, they don't care. Yeah. Uh, It's crazy. So, yeah, and you mentioned we do have, Timothy Plan does have an Israel fund. And when I I, uh, launched that one, Golly, I guess it's been about 10 years ago now, eight, 10 years. Uh, I wasn't concerned about the economic aspect. Israel was not getting a lot of love from the United States under the Obama administration and corporate America. And, you know, and I just wanted to show them some support. So we did that. And actually their government uh, thanked us for that. Um, and what I found out in the meantime, I mean, ever since, is Israel is probably the most healthy economic powerhouse in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And that fund has done very well. However, during times of war, you're going to have immediate crashes. Uh, we did go down substantially yesterday. It's a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. I've got a report out from our firm that manages the Israel Fund, and they are very hopeful. They they lightened up on the industries that get hit the hardest during these times, and the ones that recover the fastest, they are uh, building in. Uh, so our shareholders are going to be just fine. But whenever there's a time of war short term, you're going to have horrible uh, results. Part of the reality of any investments, there are ups and downs, and there are times where ebbs and flows will happen, right? Well, that's exactly right, and and that's where people really go off the uh, rails, investors. Uh, short-term means nothing. Short-term is strictly emotional, mm-hmm. the result of fear and greed. If you own shares of profitable companies that are well-run, doing well, over time, you're going to be rewarded for that. The short-term movements in the markets uh, are strictly emotional. And that's, of course, emotional and realistic. I mean, I'm not saying it was all emotional for Israel uh, because we were down substantially yesterday, but we were not down as bad as the index Mm -hmm. uh, that we measured And that's a pretty good thing to say right there. Well, uh, you know, it's good management. We've got uh, great managers in all of our funds. But short term, if you're going to react to that, stay out of the markets because yeah. you're going to get whipsawed. It, it just makes no sense to me. Never have. I've been doing this 45 years. Yeah. And I, I will add this, if I may. In my entire career, I have never, you know, it's been a very topsy-turvy year and a half here in the markets, yeah, not just Israel, but everything, uh, with all the craziness going on and the government trying to take over everything and the Fed always doing the wrong thing, always. Uh, I've never seen them do the right thing at the right time. Uh, the markets have been very iffy and spotty, and normally that's the time people pull their money out and hide for a while. This is the first time in my entire career that we have consistently had more money coming into the markets than, than shareholders withdrawing. 
So that's telling me they're finally waking up opportunity, long-term investment, diversify, and you're going to be doing okay because America is still a very strong economy in, uh, in spite of what uh, some people in Washington, D.C. are trying to do to destroy it. Yeah, that's a kind of almost a, like a, a mentality of leaning into a left hook. But it, the truth is, <laughs> if you... <laughs> if, I tried that once. It didn't work it out real work, well. No. It doesn't normally work no. that well. It's like... <laughs> Like showing Muhammad Ali back yeah. in his day, like here, hit right here, <laughs> yeah. you know. But seriously, when you are looking at a market that is in general down, a lot of investors who who are maybe of the mindset of what you're talking about are not afraid to go ahead and buy then and put a lot of money back into it then. It's a relatively new trend. Uh, I've not seen that in my 45 years. They always get panic and pull money on. I'm going to lose everything. If you're owning shares of profitable, healthy companies, you're never going to lose everything. Yeah. Short term, it's going to go up and down, but you're going to do okay. And I think they're waking up to that. Yeah, that's good. So this uh, fund for Israel is still there and still active. And I know that uh, your friend Moran uh who is in, he's actually in Jerusalem, right? Uh, he is in Jerusalem. Uh, Moran is the guy that founded Hope for Israel mm -hmm. over there. He's become a really good friend. And when we do our Israel trips, he's our tour guide and he puts the whole thing together for us. And I texted him, how you doing? You know, how's your family? Cause I didn't know. And, uh, he responded, we're okay. But, uh, you know, we are just totally preoccupied. Uh, because Hope for Israel goes into these areas and tries to minister to the people that are yeah. uh, most affected. Uh, great ministry. Yeah. Great ministry. And uh, like I say, he's been a good friend, and I, I'm pleased that they're okay for now. That's right. And uh, I know the shelling that has happened has been predominantly on that Gaza Strip area, you know, Eshkelon and other cities around there. Uh, that could spread. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And our firm that manages this fund, uh, they drew parallels as best they could to previous, but this one is different. Uh, so there's no way to predict how long it will last. Mm -hmm. But uh, Israel is taking, I mean, really strong action, and it's unified that country like a war footing would. And, um, you know, they will come out, I'm, I'm very confident, ahead of the game. Mm. You know, that's the amazing thing. You have to be one who appreciates the wisdom. Uh, really, they wouldn't see it as such, but it is truly a case of the anointing of God on, on some of these things. Uh, things. There's no other way to explain what happens. No, it's like you no. said, I mean, you take a country as small as Israel, surrounded by people who hate them. Outnumbered a thousand to one. Yeah. 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 But as you said, wisely said, you plus God, you got a majority Amen, right there. Amen, <laughs> man. If he's in it, you're good. Oh, that's good. Art Alley is my guest. When we come back, we're going to be talking about something that you just can't get away from in the news, this thing called digital currency. What is it? When is it? What are we looking at? We're going to try to answer a few of those questions. Can't answer them all. We're all waiting and seeing here. But I'll be back with Art in just a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike, and you're on The Shepherd. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years' experience, EC Waters is a top-trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. Palm Beach Atlantic University Orlando offers three distinct areas of study, an evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. Here in the studio today with Art Alley. Art is the president and founder of the Timothy Plan. 
Timothy Partners, you hear about them on commercials and here on The Shepherd. You hear about them on programs such as Financial Issues with Shanna Burt, formerly Dan Celia, who uh, was a mutual friend to both of us. And I know you were super close to Dan back in the day. I heard his voice this morning. They're still playing occasional commercials where he's doing a promo. And man, I miss that guy. Oh, man. Me too. Yeah. He was special. Yeah. Uh, as I described him to anybody who would ask, he was the financial version of Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. You don't replace a guy like that. No. And wouldn't it be... But uh, Shanna's doing a good job, but yeah, you don't replace a guy like that. Yeah. It's, he's kind of uh, held a special place for a long time and carved out a, a kind of a, a special spot in the whole spectrum of broadcasting and using what he did, what he knew, and uh, boy, he was not afraid to make comments. Oh no, no, he, he would he, go off on his rants. And, yeah, I mean, he would he'd take on anybody. Yeah, yeah. you know, he, I think about this. I had uh, a phone message, uh, a voicemail from a Dan, uh, and I I got it. This was uh, this would be maybe oh. I don't know, less than two weeks from the time he went to the hospital when he got mm-hmm. sick. Uh, it's probably within a week of that. Uh, and I came in, I'd been out. I came in, heard the message, made a call back, uh, but I didn't reach him. I got his voicemail. Well, in that interim of time, he had, he'd gotten, I guess, sick enough that yeah. he was, he, he's probably, it's probably much closer. But um, I don't think, you know, I don't think anyone at that point in time would have realized just, what what all that meant, what all was going to happen to him. And uh, that was a, a, just a terrible thing. We miss him. We we love the family. We are still support the program and thank God for, like you said, for Shanna. Now, we were talking at the end of our uh, time in the, in the first segment, Art, about this thing called digital currency. And it's in the news. Uh, I know the Biden administration signed uh, a kind of some sort of... Um, a proclamation. It wasn't a law. I know, I know, but it it was a proclamation about our intentions and what directions we're going to be going. And you hear about it. And, you know, I think people are still kind of in that quandary of not knowing enough about it, because in one sense, we use debit cards. That's, that's an example of trading without cash. And then there are some companies, this always strikes me as strange, that will not accept cash. You cannot go in there with cash in your pocket at all, or yeah. not to buy anything anyway. And that's increasing. That is increasing. And it's by design. Yeah. Uh, because when you have cash, you know, that piece of paper has no value. There's nothing behind it. Uh, we're head over heels in debt as a nation. You know, we went off the gold standard on the dollar with Nixon. It has nothing behind it, but you control it. You control what yeah. you buy with it, and as long as you find you know merchants that accept it, uh, you're in control of that, and that's a form of freedom and liberty. Once they flip the switch, and Mike, this is not new. This has been coming a long time. The government has tried to control everything for a long time, mm-hmm. and they're making some pretty darn good progress, unfortunately. Yeah. And when Just look they, at healthcare. Well, yeah, healthcare. Uh, you know, they proved during COVID, and what a scam that was. It was a total scam. Yeah. But they proved they could control the bulk of the population, uh, and that was a good test. That's I and agree. that was predetermined. Yeah. I mean, they knew that was coming for years. Uh, but the digital currency, when you think about it, you will no longer have paper money that you can use. You will have a digital form of paper money, which means you can only use your credit or debit card. And the technology is such that they will have total control of how you spend it. Now, it, I think uh, I paused on that for just a second because I think, I think everyone's thought would be the big how. How can they do that? Legally, if these are funds... Or, or monies that you have, let's say, in your bank account, you know, whatever your fund is, let's say a person has $10,000 in their checking account. That's $10,000, and 
understand that those are greenbacks. Those are actual supposedly dollar bills or, or, or maybe in denominations of $100 or whatever. But you've got $10,000. And if they roll the, the clock, what would be the difference in you having $10,000 of digital currency versus $10,000 as we know it today? Control. But how can they control it They've if it's your money? They've got the technology to do that. Your debit card, you can use to buy a cup of coffee. You can use to buy, fill up your tank of gas. You can use to travel across the country. If the government who wants to control, this is all straight out of the Marxist playbook. If the government uh, decides, they will decide, not you, that you shouldn't be traveling more than five miles from home, your debit card will not work. All right? If they decide you bought too much gas this month wow. and you go to fill up, your debit card will not work. And we've all experienced that uh, with these credit card companies and their fraud divisions, and they want to protect you. But they've got the technology to do that. China's doing it now. Uh, it is a worldwide plague Heading toward, as you said, you know, biblically, uh, we're heading toward a one-world government mm -hmm. and a one-world religion uh, right out of Scripture. But the whole thing has to do with control. If they can control what you do with the money you think is yours, you have no more freedom or liberty. And the question is, can we do anything about it? Well, and, and again, I'm going to circle back around <laughs> in my original question. Sure. This control... Typically in America, I understand that laws could be passed, uh, maybe maybe executive orders in this day and age might trump, no, just no pun intended there. No. <laughs> uh, they, they, may, they may actually be more plentiful than laws, but where would be any protection from a legal standpoint on your bank balance digital currency bank balance, and they're telling you what you can and cannot do. If you want to talk about legal protection, just look at what's going on today. Okay. You have no legal protection. You have protection that they say you can have. And this is the humongous control of the bureaucratic federal government. Okay. What examples would you have of that? Um, Look at what they, they've done in technology. Look at what they've done with Facebook. Look at what they've done with Twitter. Look at what they've done okay. where they cut off anybody who disagrees with them with the uh, socialistic mm -hmm. communist line. They can control you. It's the same thing with the money. They will do it, and uh, you will have no recourse. I mean, they've, they don't care about right and wrong. They're just going to control it. They're doing it now in China. This is being done actually in real got time. The technology yeah. to do it, it is going to happen, folks. Uh, make no mistake about it. And it's going to happen a lot sooner than you think. However, the question is can we do anything about it? Yeah, can we stop it? And no, you're not going to stop it. But can we form an alternative to that? that we can use uh, with our debit card? And the answer is, we think so. Okay, I'm going that's good. To, I'm not the expert on this. Uh, my good friend, Kevin Freeman, is the consummate expert, the recognized authority on digital currency and what we can do as an alternative. Uh, and we are going to, uh, constitutionally, any state has the right, uh, the, 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 the founders knew this could be coming and they protected us. You don't have the right to uh, issue Florida dollars and California dollars, and, but you have the right to deal in, in bullion, gold and silver mm -hmm. coinage. And the idea is to find a state and they're protected in the Constitution to do this that is willing to build a vault. Texas already has a vault. Texas was going to step up, but they ended up adjourning before they made a decision. Now the eyes are on Florida, where we happen to live. 
we are going to assemble a group of Florida legislators next Tuesday night mm. for a dinner at the Governor's Club in Tallahassee. Kevin Freeman is coming in to debrief them and challenge them to step up and save America by uh, creating gold-backed digital currency. And the way that'll work is just like the federal digital currency. You'll have a debit card. You will deposit your money. But the difference is it will be it will go to purchase gold in your name for your account and your account alone. So the $10,000 you talked about will buy gold at whatever its current price is. Uh, you can't take the gold yourself and go buy a cup of coffee. You can't shave off some, you know, a couple fractional yeah. pieces of gold. Uh, but what you can do with a, with a debit card is you can go buy that cup of coffee, pay for it with the debit card. It will debit your gold account mm -hmm. at whatever the gold price is at that time. Uh, so it, it doesn't deal in value. It deals in ounces of gold, but we have the right to do that. The question is, will the legislature in Florida step up and have the, uh, gumption and courage to pass a law that will create a Florida vault mm -hmm. will create they, the technology is already there. Uh, we can do this. What well, we keep the, the question government. is, will they? What would keep the government then, the federal government, from stepping over and saying, no, you can't do that? Oh, they may try. I mean, they, yeah. they no doubt will try because they want to control you and everything. Uh, you've seen the ads on TV. You know, by 2030, you're going to own nothing, but you're going to be very happy. Uh, the, the communists or the socialist Marxist playbook hates private property. Yeah. You're going to own nothing. All right, and that's their their goal, and they're all on board. All you have to do is listen to what's going on at the um, World Economic Forum. Uh, every country, every leader, including us, is in on this to try to control everything. Hmm. In America, we have been blessed. You can own your property. You can uh, succeed or fail based on your hard work and, and talents. You can do all of this. That's all going to go away. Uh, and currency is the key to total control. Hmm. So if we can do that, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if the legislature, but, you know, they're working on it and they're pretty excited about it. Hmm. Uh, I would, for listeners that want to know more about this, commend Kevin Freeman's new book. You can get it on Amazon, Pirate Money. Pirate Money. If you Get that book. I will caution you, read it to the end, okay? Because the first 80% of the book is going to depress the heck out of you because he spells out what's going on and how you're going to lose control. <laughs> I think all of this is depressing. And then, <laughs> then he gives the potential solution. Right. So read it through. So this is such an interesting thing. And I mean, I, again, it's Orwellian in, in a real sense. You think back to how prophetic was George Orwell Amen. when he, when he talked about big, big brothers watching big yeah. brothers looking. And now we live in a time like this to where facial recognition software is there tracking. You go and you do a Google search for something for your wife. You better make sure she doesn't ever see your Facebook account or Instagram, whatever, because if you're looking for something, there'll be pop-up ads for more of that that will oh, yeah. pop up. They track everything. The, everything track. is being tracked. And you walk around with your phone, they know where you are. Mm. I mean, it, it's crazy what's going on. And technology has come to the point now where the goal of those in power is to have total control and power. Yeah. Always has been. In America, it's been different because we have the freedom, we have the liberty, we have the gumption, but this last generation or two have kind of lost that. And didn't Ronald Reagan say it well? You know, freedom and liberty is just one generation from extinction. Mm -hmm. You have to fight to maintain that. You have to step up and, and just say no to an oppressive yeah. uh, regime that wants to control you. And we've not been willing to do that. We've been spending all of our time 
pursuing the American dream of unlimited prosperity and not paying attention as we lose our freedom bit by bit by mm-hmm. bit. And this digital currency will be the final stroke where you'll have no more freedom. Hmm. Is that the line in the sand that once you cross over that, there's no going back? You can't, you can't recover. The only thing we're hopeful for is an alternative to that. So you can spend money the way you decide. That's, as long as you can do that, you have a, a, a vestige of freedom and liberty. Do you feel, let's say Florida did all of that. Let's say the legislature decided to do that. They're going to build the vault. They're going to do all of this. And then Florida is, let's say, an outlier now to the rest of the 49 states. Oh, no, anybody can use it in any state, anywhere. But, I mean, if we're the only one doing it, how long do you think that would, how long can Florida uh, consist like that? Well, it, it's going to be a national uh, thing. Anybody in any state, anywhere, can deposit their money here. In Florida. Have, in Florida, mm-hmm. have their money back. They'll have the debit card. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's not a state thing, but a state has to step up and do it. And there are numerous states considering this now. I know Arkansas. Uh, I know Texas. Um, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There's numerous states that are very concerned, but uh, this audience really needs to be educated on that because there is nothing uh, that be considered a bigger threat to losing your total liberty and freedom than yeah. digital currency. Get informed. Buy that right. book. Understand. And then uh, make sure your legislator, whoever, whatever precinct or district you're in, supports that. Uh, this is not a political thing. It's not Republican, Democrat. It's not liberal, conservative. It's about the basic freedom of the United States citizen. Wow. There's a lot at uh, stake here. We better pay attention. Got to wake up and smell the coffee in uh, literal terms, financially speaking here. Art Alley, my guest. Can you hang around for a few more minutes? Oh, I'd be glad to if right. we got more to talk about. We've got more to talk do. about. Right. I, I'll, I'll be back with Art Alley in a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike, and you're on The Shepherd. Pastors and financial leaders, do you need expert accounting or tax help? Do you have payroll or 1099 questions? Do you need a ministry expert to help you acquire real estate for your next project? If the answer is yes, yes, and yes, visit PetraWorldwide.org. Petra Worldwide has been strengthening ministries to transform humanity since 2007. Visit PetraWorldwide.org or call 855-481-9095. My head is swimming a little bit from all Art was telling us. And, you know, you think about this whole uh, state that our world is in right now. And part uh, of the confusion that has come up uh, in America, and a lot of people are asking what kind of ramification in this now, this new outbreak of war in Israel with Hamas and Israel fighting each other. And then here in America, we are always, we've, we've been an ally to Israel for many, many, many years. Uh, and here we are without a Speaker of the House. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I know you follow things. I know you are a friend and you were a big part of a presidential campaign when Mike Huckabee was running. So you've seen a lot of this and you kind of hung around with a, a, a major presidential candidate back then. He, well, and you hung around him a lot. What does this do to you when you hear all this stuff going on in D.C.? Let's wait and see what happens. Uh, D.C. is um, full of what's called establishment right. career politicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, a number of them are actually, believe it or not, Mike, card-carrying members of the Communist Party. Wow. It doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. If you I think a lot R. of us know some of those names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, a R or a D after your name. Yeah, that's... Uh, the, uh, what I, finally occurred to me, the, we got a broken system. Mm-hmm. We got a broken system because it all boils down to money. Today, it takes millions of dollars to run a campaign for one of those offices in Washington. It shouldn't take millions of dollars, but it does. The question then is, where does the money come from? 
mm-hmm. it doesn't come from our side. It comes from the bad guys, and they don't give it out of charity. They invest it. Mm-hmm. There are not strings attached. There are ropes attached. Uh, and no matter what one of these uh, bought and paid for legislators will say publicly with words, they are accountable to their sugar daddy, and they're going to position themselves where they look like they're on our side, but they're going to vote to make sure that the agenda of the evil side continues to march forward. It's money. It's always about the money, and our side doesn't contribute the money, and it shouldn't take that much money. I know I ran a campaign. I actually ran for state legislature. Mm. I don't know if you knew I that. I did not know that. Uh, this was back in 1990. Didn't know what I was doing. Didn't know anything. I didn't want to do it. But we had a very liberal Republican running for his fourth term unopposed. And, uh, you know, our, we'd sit around and point at each other. Somebody got to run and oppose him. And, I, no, I'm busy. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I can't do that. Well, it got to be the day before the filing deadline, and nobody was opposing. I said, all right, I'll do it. Uh, had no knowledge, mm-hmm. no no experience, no name recognition, no money, uh, no campaign staff or experience at all. He had a $400,000 re-election war chest. Wow. Uh, and running for his fourth term. Well, we decided we would do it God's way. And uh, God's way only works, Mike, every time. So uh, I, wasn't sure. I wasn't expecting you to <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so um, uh, based on the book of Nehemiah, where he returned from captivity to Jerusalem, saw a destroyed city, the wall, not one stone upon another, surrounded by enemies. And his task was to rebuild the city. And first thing he had to do is, rebuild the defensive wall yeah, uh, in order to be able to go inside and build the rest. Uh, and from man's perspective, it was impossible. But God gave him that plan. Wow. He says, Nehemiah, you just take every family and you have them only build their section of the wall. Right. Don't look to the right, don't look to the left, because there's another family building that section and another one there and another one for the gates. And by allocating it that way, God's way, in 52 days, a miracle, brick in one hand, sword in the other. Sword in the other. They rebuilt that wall. Right. And in the face of a lot of discouragement. Of course. So And threats. We took that principle. And our sections of the wall in the political realm are called precincts. So our idea was to find one rock-solid Christian in every precinct in our district who would only be concerned with their section of the wall, their, their precinct, recruit a couple of neighbors, that's basically a neighborhood, and go around and knock on doors and try to get yard signs and a brochure. We raised, Mike, a total of $13,000. That's mm. all we were able to raise because, I mean, you can't raise money from Christian friends. It just mm-hmm. doesn't, they don't do that uh, as a rule. And... Uh, All that allowed us to do was print yard signs in one brochure, Mm -hmm. period. That's all we had. Um, And we only had six weeks to run that campaign. I know I'm going a little long, but I'm showing you, you don't have to do the money. Uh, Six weeks, it covered three counties, the district, for the state legislature. 75% is my county, Seminole, where I live. Uh, 24.99% 20, 24.99% was Brevard County, where he lived, and it was one precinct in Orange County. So we only had time to populate Seminole County. And God raised up in those six weeks 160 Christians who had never worked in a campaign before that took responsibility for their precinct. Every one of them is summer. Everyone of them had a two-week vacation plan, so we didn't have a lot of time. And on election night, Mike, Seminole County came in first, and to the shock of everybody, the Orlando Sentinel declared me the winner. That is. Then. Then. Then Brevard County came in where he lived. I I only got there twice. I mean, just a knock on a few doors. They didn't know me from Adam's house cat. 
Um, and he closed that gap to where he was mm. ahead by 39 votes. What? No, I mean, I, I, not him. I was still ahead by 39 votes. Uh, and then... Only 39 votes. Yeah. But then the final precinct in Orange County, which I didn't even know where it was. I never got there. Nobody... He worked it hard. Mm-hmm. And when that precinct came in, it was just one precinct. Mm-hmm. He won that election by six votes. Six votes? Six. All right. I had to live that down, Mike, because oh that precinct, goodness. that precinct at that time contained the city of or town of Christmas. Okay. So I was a Christian who forgot Christmas. I had to leave, live mm. that down for the next couple of years. But that showed me that if you do it God's way, you can, if we had the time and, you know, had the other county uh, uh, covered, yeah. uh, it would have been, it would have been a massive win. Wow. However, God is in control. He did not, for his reasons, want me to win that race. Yeah. Because what he had in mind for me was launching the Timothy plan. It right. may have never been born had I win that, won that race. That's right. So he knows what he's doing. We Plus, don't. We only think we do. You did other things, too. I mean, there's a whole lot of the base that was really fired up and maybe motivated to, to go on into the future then for that. So, well, they were. They were. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've got a pretty good legislature now. But it's still, uh, it defaults into the money. Everybody thinks whoever raises the most money is going to win. Yeah. And unfortunately, in too many cases, that's true. But you don't have to raise the money. People in this listening audience ought to be stepping up and running for public office. Adrian Rogers once said, you know, God invented government. Did he not? It is inconceivable Mm -hmm. that he would invent government and tell his people to stay out of it. Yeah. Uh, We've stayed out of it. And guess who runs it? Yeah, that's that's right. Not the good guys. So folks, step up. If you have a hankering to run, do it. And yeah. we're, we're trying to get churches uh, to engage. We need to be populating school boards. We need to be populating city councils and, you know, county commissioner, mayor of Orlando. We need to do all of that in addition to the things you normally think of, like Tallahassee or Washington. Yeah. Uh, we, need to, we need to be involved. We need people of, of character, people of biblical foundations, to be able to come and, and make better decisions. We saw what happens when people like in Loudoun, uh, Virginia, when, when that uh, all happened, when the parents, they woke up and they said, well, no, no more of this stuff with school boards, just pushing everything down our throats and taking our children away from us. They, they stepped up to the plate, got involved. Stupidest thing you can do is offend a mama bear. Yeah. I mean, she's going to defend her cubs and thank God they did. And they showed us. We outnumber these guys. We've just been asleep at the switch and allowed evil to penetrate almost yeah. every segment of our culture, and that's wrong. So back to your question, I think started out on, you know, we've got no Speaker of the House. Uh, I personally was glad to see Kevin McCarthy go because he was definitely establishment. Okay. Uh, you know, Steve Scalise, is a, and they're nice guys. Is a nice guy, but he's uh, Kevin McCarthy reincarnated. reincarnated. Mm. I would love to see Jim Jordan, who doesn't seem to be compromised, step up and be Speaker of the House so they could really start doing something because we elect these people thinking they're good people. You send them up there and nothing changes. Have Mm -hmm. you not noticed that? Mm -hmm. The debt keeps going through the ceiling. They keep spending money they don't have. They keep making horrible decisions. We, Congress, uh, uh, the House of Representatives controls the purse strings. They can fix this thing in a long weekend if they have the right leadership and the right gumption of the people up there to back them up. Wow. Well, we have no shortage of things to pray for, right? Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> oh, my goodness. But you know what? Praying is critical. Yeah, it really is. Okay. Yeah. But one of my favorite all time historical heroes, are we running out of time? Uh, we got a couple of minutes left. Frederick Douglass. Yeah. I mean, Frederick Douglass was born into slavery back during the uh, 
pre-war between the states. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of his famous comments that just hit me between the eyes, uh, because he raised himself up by his bootstraps and became just a real uh, success in business and counseled with uh, like four different presidents. But his statement that hit me was uh, this. He said, I spent years on my knees praying God would put an end to slavery. But it wasn't until I got on my feet that God started answering my prayers. Oh, that's good. So it takes both, Mike. It takes both, yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are too many that just are on their feet trying to change things on their own, too many just praying and doing nothing else. Uh, You need to do both. It takes both. You know, I love it. It says, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Yeah. And so I do believe that you're right, that uh, it's going to take people who care, people who are willing. If we like our freedoms, which I kind of do, I kind of like what we've had in America in terms of the freedoms uh, and liberties that God has uh, allowed us to go and, and live. And it just seems so crazy that we're on this like fast road, fast train down the road to losing all of those liberties. Giving it up. Yeah. I mean, just surrendering it. It's crazy. And the other thing that encourages me, because it sounds like I'm being negative and I'm not. Uh, the thing that encourages me is, as I read scripture, and as you read scripture, you yeah. can't show me any place where God ever wanted, needed, or used a majority to accomplish his That's will. That's right. All yeah. he wants is some faithful people. It yeah. just takes a remnant. And folks, those of you listening to this show are the remnant. Uh, all we need to do is step up and get a, and get active, but keep it keep it prayer covered. Yeah, I mean it's a, we're in a spiritual war for the soul of America. You know, just think of Gideon. Amen. Yeah, it takes three hundred people. Started That's, off with multiple thousands. Yeah, uh, send them all home. God I says uh, you got I too many here. Yeah, <laughs> he wants the credit. That's right. And if he turns America around, I'm going to guarantee you he's going to get the credit because that's the only way it's going to turn around right now. Give us your website address. Uh, TimothyPlan.com or the phone number 1-800-TIM-PLAN. And we have a human being answer the phone, not a computer. Uh, who will connect you with another human being who will answer your questions. All right. I love it when you come up to the studio, man. This is always a lot of fun. Thank you, my friend. Oh, man. It's always a pleasure. You are. uh, This is a great program. You've got some great people. I don't know why I'm sitting here. But, uh, you know, you've got some great people. Well, you are one of them. Art Alley from the Timothy Plan. Friends, thanks for joining us for another program. We'll see you next time on Afternoons with Mike.